today on the program. It's time to protect your nuts, guys. It's blood sport. And welcome to the Rewash Party. That's right. I'm your host, Nick, and joining me as always are the bricks to my dim mock, Los and Brandon. Anytime, any place, anywhere, if you ever need me, I'll be there. It's beautiful. <laughs> yeah, that's right. It's beautiful. That's right. Wasn't that uh, the Baywatch theme song? I'll be there. Wasn't that? I'll be ready. I'll be ready. How was it? Never I was thinking Friends was. Yeah. Friends was. I'll be there I'll for you. Be I'll be there for you. For yeah. You. <laughs> yeah. You got the claps. They get you got. It's weird because the Friends theme song has the claps, but the Baywatch cast had the clap. It's <laughs> <laughs> so weird how that worked. Ah. Ah. All right. As we said up top today, we are talking about blood. Fucking Sport, from 1988, written by Sheldon Ledich, who brought us so many Van Damme movies. Uh, <laughs> this man's discography is all Van Damme, and I love it. Thank you so much, He's Sheldon. He's the Van Damme man. <laughs> yeah, what are you going for there? <laughs> Third time's a charm. Yeah. Christopher Cosby. Christopher Cosby. Who has this one and only credit? This is it. This is all he's done. <laughs> no idea if he's related to the serial rapist Bill, but yeah, I hope not. I hope for his sake, I hope not. <laughs> Lastly, we get Mel Friedman, who uh, worked on this movie and then something called Deadlock Two, whatever, whatever that is. Uh, this is directed by Newt Arnold. Newt. Newt. That's a pretty weird filmography here. I wrote the whole thing out. Ready? Here we go. The entire thing. Hands of a Stranger in 1962. Okay. Bloodthirst. 1971. And then Bloodsport in 1988. And that's it. Okay. <laughs> like what? That's it. I make a movie once every nine years. <laughs> well, I guess more than nine years. Anyway, but... Whatever. <laughs> Fucking once once a decade, I guess, at least. This guy's just like, I want to make a shitty movie. And then that's what we so but well all we care all we care about, all we need to know, all we need for this is that we get the premiere, the first leading starring role of God's gift to kicks. Jean Claude Van Damme. <laughs> exactly. That's that's the sound I make every time he takes his shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> he rules so fucking hard in this movie. I just I I can't even. He makes me a basic bitch. I can't even. <laughs> you can't even. Uh so our opening logo to talk about logos, we get Canon Pictures. Canon. Finally get our first Canon picture on the show. Welcome Canon. Welcome. Welcome. So, we, uh, our film opens on the streets of Hong Kong. On the mean streets. 
just just you know just a bunch of b-roll footage of, of vehicles passing by people walking along uh people are prepping the arena okay sweeping stuff carrying stuff there's one funny scene where these two guys like are carrying in this giant pot like a big piece of pottery with flowers in it, right? And they, they carry it in one guy backwards, one walking forwards, like you do when you're carrying things with two people. And they set it on the table, and then they each walk the other direction, like across each other. Yeah. And so, going about uh, their business, just like, what, what the fuck? Um, I thought it was pretty funny. So, also, during while, while, while they're uh, prepping the arena, we get, we get introduction of a lot of our fighters, right? Yes. This is the opening of our movie. So, we, we see the first guy we meet, we find out later, but the first guy we meet is Chong Li, mm-hmm. played by Bolo Young, who is a huge dude. I mean, he's fucking huge. Dude, yeah, you don't even grasp that until like he gets up on stage for the first time at the Kimute and, and he starts bouncing he, his tits. He does the tit bounce. He's all, <laughs> dude, he's like his 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 pecs are outstanding. It's incredible. Like you, I've always heard the term barrel chested, but that is for sure barrel chested man. Is, he is Massive and and sorry, I guess playing to stereotypes, but Asians are not known for being no. huge. I guess sumo in Japan, like you can be huge that way. But as far as like bodybuilding, like you think of Arnold or whatever, just this man is a mountain of fucking muscle. He is huge. Uh, so a bit of story about Bolo Young because he he pops up again in our our rewatch. He does some stuff with Van Dam. Did some stuff with Bruce Lee. He started training in martial arts at the age of 10. Started at 10 goddamn years Seems old. Seems like a late start for, yeah, uh, for right? a Chinese martial yeah. artist. <laughs> it does. Like, late bloom. Late bloomer. Uh, but then decided to get into bodybuilding. Apparent. Like, uh, which is obvious. Uh, he was called the Chinese Hercules. Okay. <laughs> that was his name. They referred to him as the Chinese Hercules. Like, don't they have their own Hercules? So he could have been that, but they have to go racist and go the Chinese Hercules. He could have been the Bong Tai. You know, I don't know. What Whatever they, their word for Hercules yeah, is. Totally. The well, boing, but Hercule, the boing Hercules is notoriously Greek. Yeah. So they had to have the Chinese Hercules. Hey, if they're not Greek. Apparently in the 60s, Because they're not Greek. From, yeah, you're right. <laughs> in the what? Apparently in the 60s, he swam from China to Hong Kong to escape communism. All right. It's in from the, uh, China to Hong Kong? Yeah. Hong Kong's in China. But in no. the 60s, they were separate. Well, guess, yeah, but that's they? a city in the middle of China. It's not like he crossed the Bering Strait or something. Hey, Dude, the Repu- that's what the, the trivia says. <laughs> the Republic of, uh, of Hong Kong, so they're sort of like the Republic right, of Texas. Right, but that is just a place that exists, and it'd be like, I swam from Texas to Austin. <laughs> I'd swim to... You know, like, it doesn't make <laughs> any sense. El Paso to New Mexico, it's man. In, yeah, it's in, it's in the middle, I and I get it, it wasn't considered part of China, but it is geographically located in the middle of China, so he swam, what, across a lake? Yeah, probably. I mean, it's probably a communism. Ravine. You got to do what you got to do. <laughs> you know, I grew up next to a lake, Wakanda Lake. It was a man-made lake built over a a, a town that obviously was defunct. Yeah. So they threw a lake over it. Maybe there's a government thing there. I don't know. But it's crazy. Uh, you know, I could so maybe that's how I escaped communism. I swam across Wakanda Lake yeah. uh, all the way from Kansas to Downs, Kansas. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, you could, you could, uh, like, uh, fucking Andy Dufresne, he crawled through a barrel of shit. Three football fields worth of shit. Yeah. And to be free, to escape 
literally authoritarianism in the prison. Yeah. <laughs> Literal <laughs> communism. Exactly, in the exactly the same thing. So anyway, he was the Chinese Hercules because again, Hercules was Greek, so this is their China version of yep. of Hercules. Uh, he was a bodybuilding champion for ten years straight. Wow. That's a better record than Arnold. Well, when you go up against other Asians, I'm sure you're going to be. Okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> then he goes to. I uh, mean, America. yeah. You always see, like in the kung fu movies, they're always super ripped, like no body fat muscles, but they're 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 small. This guy is inflated, dude. He is massive, he is fucking huge. The fucking size of this man. So no wonder he won for ten years. He probably didn't even need to work out. He just woke up that morning and decided to go to the competition. That's right. But 10 years straight, uh, his first movie break came Enter the Dragon with Bruce Lee. Okay. 1973. 73. 73. And and then Bloodsport here is 88, so he's he's been at it for a while. He's been stacked for a long time. Because you watch Enter the Dragon, he's still fucking huge. Really? And that's fucking 15 years before what we're seeing here. How do you keep up with that, man? That's awesome. We and he's still the- alive, and he's still training, and he's still a bodybuilder. Like he's still a huge dude. It's probably a bigger deal than Frank's fuck Frank Dukes himself. Oh yeah, because he's real. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> but uh, so I, he's always played the bad guy. He's always played with like little to no lines in a movie. He's just the aggressive looking, muscly bad guy is what he does. Yeah. Um, and he'll come back in the rewatch. We'll be back to him. Anyway, so we meet him as he's punching and back elbow moving through these giant ice blocks. Like, yeah, throws his elbow back, shatters his ice block, punches through this one, just shattering these ice blocks, right? Those are hard as fuck, too. Yeah, big, thick blocks of ice like that. I can't punch through one. I mean, it's cool. It hurts my fingers. I mean, I can do it, but I, you know, I'm just not going to do it in front of you to prove anything, okay? Yeah, well, don't expect I, me to do always, it in front of you. You've always been such a humble dude. I understand. You I mean, don't want to. You don't want to show off. I don't. Thank you. Thank you for understanding. I mean, appreciate it. <laughs> thank you. You're very welcome. So they don't give everybody's name. Well, we don't get any names in this no intro. Names. We just we just see the people fighting. You see the monkey practicing. guy fucking chopping coconuts. Yep, monkey dudes chopping coconuts. We get some guys fighting around a, a campfire, and we get you know, I mean, we get all these all these different ways that people are are training and practicing, right? right? Um, but we kind of end this montage, whatever, uh, we get, well, I'm sorry, I jumped ahead before we end it, but one of the people in the montage, the one fighting around the campfire, the guy's name is Michael Kisi, Q-I-S-S-I. Okay. Kisi, is how you say that, I imagine? But he and his brother both have a lot to do with the Van Damme film verse. Okay. So he 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 shows up a lot in this. Uh, he's the kickboxer that gets the compound fracture later. Um, but we end this this opening montage by uh, meeting Jackson, played by Donald Gibb from Revenge of the Nerds. Nerds! Exactly. Uh, so. <laughs> oh. We uh, we also meet the sumo guy. He's not really a sumo, but I just always called him the sumo guy. Because I first saw this, I had the friend, the same friend who was into horror movies we've talked about before. The reason I know so much about, like, Jason and all that shit. Uh-huh. Also turned me on to Van Damme. Way too early. Like, I was way too young to be watching Van Damme movies. But here we were. Yeah, and- I was thinking about this, like, uh, at the very end. And I was like, oh, okay, so this is 88. I can imagine Nick being, like, in his... 
you know, mid going up to his 10 year old and just like being six years old, watching some of this or even eight or 10. Go, oh my God, this is great stuff. I don't remember. I don't know. I'm how, Kia. But I remember being at the elementary school. So elementary, I was still at elementary school and uh-huh. I would like try to do the site, like some of his kicks and headbutting people. Like I would get into fights on the playground at recess, trying to do Van Damme shit from Bloodsport. In elementary school, which is way too young to be watching this stuff. But I anyway, I always call. Yes. So I'm going to be calling people what I've been calling them since I was a very wee lad. And maybe it's offensive. This guy's not a sumo wrestler. I call him the sumo guy. That's what he's going to be. That's what we're dealing with here. So montage, we meet Jackson, blah, blah, blah. And then the very end of it is Chong, Chong Lee and his trainer. And he says, tomorrow we leave for the Kumite. And I'm like, oh. Okay. So that's the thing going on. Don't know. But then we meet Frank Dukes, Van Dam, doing the spin kick on the speed bag yeah. that I talked about during Best of the Best because it was fucking cowboy idiot asshole's character that was kicking the speed bag. And I said they had to use a stunt double. Couldn't even show his face. But here we get Van Dam one shot, him doing it like multiple times back to back to back <laughs> to back to back because he's a legit badass. And fucking Chris Penn is a Fat turd. Uh, yeah, uh, Van Dam also does a couple of ones where he does a kick and his other uh, knee goes up as if he's going to go, but he doesn't. He doesn't complete Ooh. it, but he does that spin anyways to get out of it, as if it's all one big flowing motion. Amen. And I can't tell what his accent is. Is he French? He's Belgian. Belgian. So, yeah, French. French is Belgium. Well, Belgian Belgium is is right next door to French. Okay. They they speak French. Okay. So separate yeah. country. They do a lot of good beer. In fact, Adelbert's is all Belgian-style beer, beer. Okay. I did not know that. I like Belgian-style beer. The Belgian. <laughs> I tell you what, those monks in Belgium, Whew. they knew how to make some beer. And apparently, how to kick people in the face. Some of them, yes. <laughs> some of them. Absolutely. But yes, he grew up speaking French. And it's what's weird is I, I was actually listening to a another certain movie podcast where they're talking about an Arnold movie where he was playing a Russian. And in Van Damme's first few roles where he was the bad guy or the the tough, he was Russian in both of them. So it's weird to me that Western European actors, just because they're muscular, all of a sudden you have to be Russian. And it's always that we make them Russian. They can't just be, like he can't be a French guy. Arnold couldn't be German. We got to make them all Russian somehow. And then it's like, hey, you can't speak English, but now you have to speak English with a Russian accent. They're like, God damn. And it's like, I I lift weights, man. I don't know. Fucking you're putting to it. It's just weird to me because I think the only time that Van Damme ever has any explanation for his French accent is in Hard Target when he grew up in the bayou. <laughs> and Wilford Brimley was his uncle that raised him. Did he have a, did he have a Cajun accent? So they were trying to say it was Cajun. They were trying to use his accent as, you know, yeah. it, it so sort of Wilf- sounds like Cajun. Wilford Brimley had to put on a Cajun. Yes, Wilford Brimley has a Cajun accent, shoots a bow and arrow, and rides a horse away from an explosion. Hard target is amazing. But Van Damme gets to be French because, you know, Cajun. They speak French also. And oh, other right. than that... Other than that, like he just like he's just this an American guy. Like in Street Fighter, he's Colonel Guile. But he's French somehow. And they just don't ever like just I don't remember. Can him you not at explain someone's accent ever? No. 
it's just weird that we had this thing in the eighties and early nineties of oh, are you a you're a foreign action star? You're Russian. Well, why can't you're he just be Russian? Why can't he just fucking put on an American accent? Because he's known for kicking people in the face and lifting weights. So he's overacting. So you're saying he's good at doing things. So he should be able to do that. Uh, Is that you trying to say that people that are big and strong like me can't uh, do accents? <laughs> some, bro? some, some. Okay, so some. If he's this great, did you know Jean Claude Bo- Van Damme? Bolo Young, should- when you hear him speak, you would never have thought that he was raised in the Bronx. Because he hides his accent so well. <laughs> he can be muscular and act. You son of a bitch. I'm, this is a B- Brooklyn accent. Listen here, you fucking Baba. Oh, wait. Sorry. I mean, you are next. <laughs> <laughs> Brick nut. Brick nut hit back. This is a fucking Brooklyn accent. <laughs> Bro- I am from Brooklyn. Oh, yeah, yeah, Bolo Young. Chong Lee in this movie. Once I take my knife out, I cannot put it back until it spits blood. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, anyway, so he kicks, go fuck a goat. He kicks the he go, why are you always telling me to fuck a goat, man? <laughs> so he speed kick. He kicks the speed bag, which is incredibly fucking hard to do, and he's doing it with high spinning fucking heel kicks repeatedly in one shot. I'm just saying, Van Dam rules. So the guy's like, hey. Fucking general wants to see you, and he's like, oh, I got to shower first. I am an American soldier. And he's like, okay, but I have <laughs> but I have to wait. Obviously, yes, I, I am American soldier. I understand. And he goes to take a shower, and then we cut, uh, you see the guy's like, uh, hey, Captain, you're taking a lot. Hey, what? And he finally peeks in, and I think he's going in there. He's wanting to see. He wants to get a he's peek. He's like, oh. Been wanting, I've been wanting to see this. Thank God. Been wanting, oh, God, he's going to be naked in that shower. Oh, but he goes in and he's gone. The showers are empty. So he has to go back and talk to his dude about how, how Frank Dukes was gone. But Van Dam's name is Frank Dukes. So here, I want to throw some shit out about Frank Dukes here. Okay. Frank Dukes was the fight coordinator for this film. He did work on this film. Uh, when Jean-Claude Van Damme was cast, Dukes said, you're not in good enough shape. Which we saw Black Eagle, which was put out the same year. He was jacked as fuck. Oh, yeah. Uh, so they put him through a three-month training program because Van Dam, who's already jacked as shit and a karate champion, had to get into better-looking shape to play Frank Dukes, who I'm sure they could look at and, you know, you're a dumpy dude. Like I've never seen a picture of Frank Dukes, but I'm guessing he's not... Super chiseled, abbed, fucking ripped, muscular guy like Van Dam already was. And you're going to tell me I need to get into better shape to play you. Okay. So they put him through a three month training program. And Van Dam, who was a world championship martial artist in his own right, said it was the hardest training of his life at that point to get into shape to be Frank Dukes. So this movie's touted as a true story, but a lot of doubts about that because. Uh, martial artist enthusiasts view his accounts of competing in secret tournaments as complete fiction, along with his claims that he was an undercover CIA operative. Some have pointed out that nobody else has come forward to confirm his story about competing in secret tournaments or told their own version of it. It's never existed. It is now generally accepted that the real Frank Dukes lied his way into Hollywood. Records obtained through the Freedom of Information Act show he was only in the U.S. Marine Corps reserves. 
He was not a SEAL like he claimed to be. Oh. He was just a Marine Reserve. And he didn't punch, um, what's his name in the face, outside a bar? Hey, talk about me one more time, I'll punch you in the mouth. Uh, He was never posted overseas at all. Never. Let alone to the Southeast Asia, as he claimed. He was sent there when he served in the military, and that's when he got into the Kumite, when he was overseas in the military. But he was never, ever sent overseas. Ever. So the CIA has no record of his ever working with them. It doesn't seem like he has his own record of how he got invitations to the Kumite yeah, in the no, first place. Nothing. Uh, all of his stories are complete bullshit. He said yeah, he worked with the CIA. They're like, yeah, nope. If he tricked happened. enough people to get a movie made about him, I don't fucking care how fake that is. That's that's pretty G. I, yeah, <laughs> yeah. No shit. Like, so awesome. he's, he's a great bullshit artist. I'll give him that. And I'm sure that he does know how to fight. Like, I'm sure he knows martial arts. But he never, he was not a Navy SEAL. He never was stationed in Southeast Asia. He never participated in the coup d'etat. He never worked with the CIA. Hey, if this guy never lied, we we'd never would have gotten blood sport. I know, I know, and that's a, that's the thin sword that I walk all the time. <laughs> uh, but he has his own personal brand of martial arts. He came <laughs> up with called Duke's Ryu. Yeah, Duke's Ryu. Uh, it's a complete fabrication, and Frank Dukes has likely never won or even competed in a single martial arts tournament. <laughs> is the it's <laughs> pretty harsh the description of his his former martial arts. So. Uh, yeah, read the trivia on this one. Like, there is so much. If you go to the IMDb page for Bloodsport and just look through the trivia section, yeah, there is a whole lot just skewering Frank Dukes on this. So the we, goofs section is pretty, yeah, pretty populated as uh, well. I'm pretty sure you'd be able to corroborate his story or not if you're able to find like the best fighters that have existed, which are probably real people that have existed. And then all of a sudden they disappear because they died at the Kumute or something. Right. Like there would be like, oh, a uh, famous uh, karate master all of a sudden missing. Uh, reports on that later. Yeah. And like <laughs> if this, if, if the Kumite existed and is so underground and unknown. How do other people get know about well, it? Yeah, well, how do they all show? How do we have all these fighters that show up for it? But then you come back and you're like, hey, Hollywood, let's make these giant international movies about it. Don't you think they'd fucking take him out? Maybe he got kicked out, and he's like, I'll fucking get you guys. And something. So it's just, it's just all a bunch of stupid. I'll show you. So also something we talked about before we were recording, uh, Mortal Kombat took lots of inspirations from this movie. And this movie specifically, uh, they used a lot for Mortal Kombat. Johnny Cage was based completely on Van Damme from this movie. It, the, the top list with the like black tight shorts. Yeah. That he ends up at the by the end of the movie mm-hmm. and uh, the splits into the nut punch, which was Johnny Cage's special move. All like a whole lot of it was based on Van Damme and this movie. So anyway, all right. So anyway, the dudes telling the colonel Van Damme wasn't there or Dukes wasn't there. I, he went to shower. I waited. Then he was gone. And he goes, 
I don't want to see your face again until Dukes is next to it. And it's the worst ADR ever fucking done. Yeah, like his the voice mouth, sounds so bad. Oh, the, the mouth, the, what, the, what you're hearing doesn't match what you're seeing. The voices don't look like that comes out of that person. Yeah. It's also so fucking terrible. It is the worst. That That's not your real voice for some reason. It wasn't at all. Like, he probably said, let's have a cake for my birthday. And instead, they just put over... <laughs> I don't want to see your face. I mean, nothing matches. They don't even try. It's disgusting. So now we get Frank goes to visit his Shadoshi, Tanaka, which played by Roy Chow, who you probably recognize because he's the dude that poisoned Indiana Jones at the beginning of Temple of Doom. Uh... Yes, yes, the yes. beginning think, of Temple of Doom, right. and then they right. like try to chase this little vial of antidote around while she's singing "Anything Goes" and blah 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 blah. The whole Temple of Doom intro—that's the same actor, huh. same guy. Uh, so he shows up, and the wife is like, "Oh, let me make sure he's ready." And Frank Duke looks over and sees the sword, the sword. He just starts nutting. Oh my god! This no, not really. But uh, we get what, at least as far as I know, is the longest flashback in cinematic history. Yeah. At yeah. first, I thought, okay, okay, this movie is coming in where you know it just shows you as a, as an adult, and then it has to go and flashback to the beginning. And uh, no, it's it's literally just a little mini flashback that it's lasts like, a very long. It's time. a short film. That is a, this flashback is ten minutes and fifty six seconds. Wow! This flashback, the longest flashback in cinematic history, right here. See, fucking setting records before we even get to the Kumite where we set records. So these kids too. Uh, I was waiting to. Okay, I go. Okay, that's Frank. So that's obviously. Does he have an accent? Waiting to hear the accent. And at first it's I didn't so hear bad. it, and oh, then it goes into to... it, and it's so oh fucking bad. Oh my god, bad. it's terrible. So anyway, young kid Frank and his little kid buddies sneak into this apartment. It's like, for some reason, their they're, they're sliding patio door is kind of open, and this one kid's like, hey, look at that sword! And then all the they just go in, because for some reason they're in their backyard and looking in through their patio and yeah. see the sword, whatever. Oh, no, so they no, decide no. to go get the sword, right? And they hear a noise or a door open or something, and they all run off. But Frank's like, no, nah, man, that's fucked up. And he picks up the sword. He wants to put it back. Yeah. Like, he's trying to do the right thing. But as he's going to put it back, this little kid runs out, fucking kits him in the gut and drops him to the floor. <laughs> Standing there, we get, that's enough shingle. Go do your studies. Katana sword is a very special sword. You do not get katana by stealing. You cannot get katana sword by stealing. It is a very special sword. I was not trying to steal it. You must <laughs> earn it. I was not. I was not. It cut off before yeah. we got me. I was not trying to steal it. Like, so now this poor child actor has to try to sound like French Van Damme. Yeah. Because he's playing a kid Van Damme, and he's uh, he's a kid. He doesn't know how to act yet. And so this kid trying to have a French accent is probably worse than any than the bad ADR we just saw in the last scene. It's fucking disgusting. But I wasn't going to steal it. Also, he has a San Francisco Giants hat, yeah. but a New York Giants shirt. Oh, so either Giants. A, he's just a big fan of any team named Giants, or B, the costume department did not know that there are multiple sports teams in different sports, and they happen to both be Giants. And they fucked it up. 
They fucked it up. They fucked it up. I think it's funnier to fuck. So up. he's standing there and uh, uh, Shidoshi here. He he gets a sword and just swipes the bill. You can flinch. You have fighting spirit. You. Yeah. <laughs> Why do all of your clips cut off before we get the kid's French accent? I so don't yes, know. he he cuts the bill like he just one fucking quick clean, and the bill of the hat falls in slow motion, and you see the kid's face just doesn't even flinch. He didn't even have time to register what happened, and yeah, you did not flinch. You have warrior spirit. You're not going to call the cops. You're not going to call the cops. Not if we can make a deal. What kind of a deal? And I've seen a lot of movies start this way. (laughs) (laughs) We talked about them on our 2049 episode, some of these type of movies. Uh, Uh, So anyway, now he's talking to his parents about training him, right? I'm going to use martial science. But what do you mean, martial science? Well, (laughs) you, you came here to raise a kid. I came here to grow vines. And just like kids, vines need... Support and uh, discipline and, and, and structure. Martial science provide a way of training. Brings mind, body, spirit together. Will you cut the cops on me? So, so he convinces his parents to let him train, right? But really, he doesn't want to train him. He just wants a living punching bag for his kid. Shingle. Is that the name? Yeah, Shingle. So basically, he gets his kid for so he can train Shingo how to kick the shit out of people. Hey, look, I got this fucking white kid that you can just kick. Just kick all you want. Just seriously, just kick the shit out of him. It'll be great. Probably if YouTube existed in the eighties, he would be posting this shit on YouTube like crazy. I love you, son. And and so at one point, his son even says, "Why did you just quit, round eye?" Like (laughs) that, like flipped it back. Because we always talk about Asians' eyes, and they flipped, a, they flipped it back in this movie. That's right, you fucking white bastard with your round eyes, you piece of shit. Yeah, round eyes. How do you feel about that with me kicking your ass all the time, you piece of shit? Um, so, yeah, he's just getting his ass kicked the whole time. But then they're at school, right? And Shingo's getting beat up by a whole group of bullies. And he comes in, and he does, like, the three most awkward, forced, terrible looking kicks ever and takes these bullies out. Yeah. I mean, it's bad. He might as well have been like a cardboard cutout on a stick that they were turning <laughs> back and forth in front of the camera to kick these kids. It's goddamn terrible. But he takes the fucking bullies out, right? And there's what there you'd say they're junior high age maybe like 7th, 8th grade, six, middle school, six, probably seven, right, yeah. yeah. Something there. Why the fuck is one of the girls in the background have a Bartles and James t-shirt? Bartles and James, they'll be in jail like the wine coolers, like your malt liquor, <laughs> ch- cheap shit you drink. When you when you gave the older kid your $20 to go buy you booze, he would always give you fucking either Mad Dog 2020 or Ooh. Bartles and James fucking. So we got a junior high girl cheering on this fight in a Bartles and James t-shirt. This fight brought to you by. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Go get some cheap alcohol, kids. <laughs> so now it cuts to Chingo is dead. Yeah, what in the fuck did that happen? But we have adult Van Damme, so obviously it wasn't from the fight. Yeah, it wasn't from that fight. It was it, there's a time lapse time lapse here. So they're 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 kneeling and paying their respects, and Van Damme's in this nice like fucking maroon 
little silk pajama outfit. And, and he, so uh, Chidoshi's like, training is over. And he's like, no, it's not, motherfucker. You, you got me here. You can teach me. And we get, or do you have the clip of it? You are not Japanese. <laughs> you are not a Tanaka. <laughs> <laughs> he's so angry. You are not a Tanaka. <laughs> but you, what is his response then is, but you told me not to limit myself to one style, to keep an open mind. Oh. You told me using any technique that works, never to limit myself to one style, to keep an open that mind. Music. To keep an open mind. Had I love it right there, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like he's almost choking on it. Oh, do you need a tissue? <laughs> Sorry, are you gargling mouthwash? What's happening? Uh, <laughs> are you, oh, he's auditioning for Chewbacca, everybody. We got it. <laughs> Keep an open mind. So anyway, he talks about he has this long monologue about he just kind of glosses over World War II, just 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 just, just gloss. Yeah, I left because the war was wrong, and we just sum it up there. That's you moving on. I came here, I came here to start a new family, <laughs> which I'm using uh, vines as a metaphor for, and we're just gonna trapes over that whole World War II. <laughs> anyway. So, yeah, so we start, now we start real training. The real shit. Where now Tanaka is just beating the fuck out of Van Damme himself instead of having his kid do it. Yeah. He just bludgeons this fucking dude. And every time he knocks him down, Van Damme, like, does the hand over palm, little, like, bow, sign of respect. And it, and it goes, and there's even points where, like, he has the sticks in his hands and he's hitting Van Damme who's supposed to learn to control his breathing and or Van Damme has a blindfold on or, you know, he makes a move and at one point Tanaka kicks him the fuck off the mat out into the ground. He's like, okay, I'm out of that. Not bad, not well, bad. you see the, the progression in this shot. It's like he, he sucks, he's getting his ass kicked, he gets a little bit better and then, and then they up it. He ups they, it and right. then he gets his ass kicked and they, again and gets better. Yeah, right. And better, it's good because that's, what you, that's how montage has got to work. Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. What was the fucking song from Team America? Every Rocky had a montage. <laughs> Slow progression of skills Getting over better. time. Yeah, shit like that. But let's let's talk about that mat, the fighting service. Mm. What the it's like a a very wide V, like yes. sloped on the end. Yes. What well, that doesn't I don't know. Is that a end, thing? Right. And then, that, yeah, that does come back. Well, into no, play. but when they're when they're training, when they're training, he has, a he mock has up And why it. would you have that in your backyard? Like people have a above ground pool or a slip and slide or a trampoline or something, and he's got, got a, a V shaped fighting mat. Well, that's that's good that's thing. how he makes his living is training fighters. So yeah, but yeah, you you do have a good point where it's like he sucks and he starts getting good. So now we put a blindfold on him, and yeah. now he's getting beat up, but he's getting good. And you know, so it's it is it does a really good job of showing his progress. And then uh, he's even serving tea. Oh, that was a good scene. Blindfolded. Yeah. Yeah. So, oh, oh, the fish grab. That's the first thing he had to do blind. He had to be blindfolded and like. Was he blindfolded for the fish grab? He, he, well, he watched uh, Tanaka do it. Okay. 
But then when he did it, well, the first time we see him do it, he was fit blindfolded. Oh, I must have missed that. So, uh, okay. he, so we get like the fish grab, and then yeah, the blind uh, the tea party where he has to serve them tea. He's blindfolded, and they're both sitting at the table. And, and then he finally like I serve this, and I set the glass in front of you, and I serve you tea, and set this in front of you, and I walk around and I take my seat and pour my own tea and do all this blindfolded, and I sit here and go, and then bam, he karate chops and he catches it. Using Train, your senses. Training complete, motherfuck. <clears throat> but. Now go wax my car. Yeah. Go wax on, wax off. Oh, wait, wrong movie. Uh, so, but training not done, motherfuck. Because next, I'm going to tie you between two trees and yank your goddamn legs apart. Yeah. That was pretty intense. <laughs> Quarter him, right? Yeah. yeah. You got it. You got it. Oh, I thought you were bringing up a clip. No. Um, so, yeah, he ties fucking. He has like pulleys put on these two palm trees. Two and, pulleys. Yeah, two pulleys per because his arm, each hand is in a pulley on the left side. Well, no, right they're tree. tied to the branch, but the rope that. Uh, yeah, because he has. His pulling is, is, is routed through two, two, two different pulleys, pulleys because so he's it's like got to grab both legs and pull them apart from each other. So he has, well, a, no. he has a whole pulley system. The, the pulley system is, is, was mounted to the tree yes, that yes, was yes, pulling, yes. So they're not mounted is, to the limbs. Right, the ropes are on his limbs that go through the pulleys on the trees so that he can pull one rope and yank his legs apart. Yeah. yeah. I get, yeah. Yeah. Sure. He has, the whole pull, <laughs> he has a whole pulley system so he can pull on one rope and pull Van Damme's legs apart. Yep. And he screams and he screams because, God damn, could Oof. you imagine how much that would fucking suck to be fucking bound and just your legs just... Like, you can hear taint tearing in that, I'm pretty sure. Be, it could be worse. Fucking Shoku-san or whatever his name is, go over there and give it to him right up his butt while he's doing <laughs> what that. What the fuck? <laughs> he ties and he's like, you think that's no, bad, yeah. <laughs> Oh, you thought that we were training to the splits? No. It's just my turn. I have poured my knowledge <laughs> into you. I poured my I poured my knowledge, and I'm about to pour my DNA into you. <laughs> that's how this goes. Yeah! <laughs> Woo! Anyway, pulls him up into the splits, right? Uh, so he's screaming and he's screaming and he's screaming, but finally he like gets his chi, gets a stern face, and he just starts pulling everything back in, sucking it all back in, pulling his arms and his legs back in. I don't know why I sound like Macho Man Randy Savage, brother. Just pulling it all back in here. I'm hearing it from the crowd, brother. Uh, but he fucking yanks one of the trees down, or he breaks the pulley off of yeah. one or something. Well, it's so, uh, what he tied it off to. Yeah. He broke that. Just fucking broke it, and so he ends up just hanging there from, like, one arm. But, however, you know, if you if he pulled back against the pulley system, he's going to get the same mechanical advantage that uh, he was getting when he was pulling on the trees. Sure. So it's not that impressive. I'm not, I wasn't that impressed by that. Scene. Oh, you weren't? Well, nah. you know what? We'll tie you up to these trees out back, and we'll see you do it. All right, let's do it. <laughs> I got my rope ready. Yeah, I got the pulleys. So anyway, he's just looking at him, and Tanaka's like, "Not of approval." Finally, not of approval. You overcame the pain, and that's all he wanted. That's all I wanted. Overcome the pain. So, but yeah, that cuts into your splits training, right? You're supposed to be put into the splits and hang there and get used to doing the splits, but you just broke the fucking thing, and now you're not doing the splits anymore. You just cut your own splits training short. But I guess they did it a bunch of times because, as we see throughout this movie, 
he does the splits a lot. So he got plenty of splits training. He's fine. Everybody. That's any Van Damme movie ever. Yeah. Though. Everybody. Hey, listeners at home, don't worry. He got his splits training. Don't worry <laughs> about it. So he gets uh, he gets Japanese knighted. No, nothing. I, don't, I thought that was I thought that was going to be funny. Thanks. You know, because he brings out the sword and does the whole ceremony thing. He gets katana knighted. Uh, so if the story is supposed to be true, that means Frank Dukes honestly expects us to believe that he lived with an old Japanese man, learned the ancient arts, and got bestowed in a knight-like ceremony a katana blade. Well, if you were going to make up a story, wouldn't you come up with something similar to that? I'd come up with something that could be believable, but then it'd be like, <laughs> no, Frank, we literally have a record of your existence this entire time, and at no point were you living underneath an old Japanese man. That did not happen. Well, it's probably, easily disproved. He probably went there after school every day. <laughs> he was a kid because he was like, what, 15 or something? And now he's like 25, so he's probably working. So, like, years. I mean, at some point, his mom would fucking come forth and be like, no, no. You did not spend your junior high years getting beat up by fucking Chingo. That did not happen. That she knows of. Because he was training as a kid, so, I mean, his parents would fucking know. Did they get the fucking vine talk? No. <laughs> right? Like, this talk. is so disprovable. And so what they they got on, they got tired man. of him talking shit and sent him off to the Marine Reserves and that's where he fucking went. So, ugh. a little burp there. So like, I don't know. I have, I've always you know had the daydreams of tough guy fantasies. Like I would I would try to pretend fight my friends on the playground and stuff, but I never had the balls to just blatantly lie and make them up like they were true stories. But then he turned it, he turned that shit into major motion pictures, yes, plural. And so, you know, Frank Dukes, you're a lion sack of shit, but good on you. You did it, buddy. You did it. So anyway, we get to the end of the record-holding flashback. We're finally caught back up. And Dukes goes into Tanaka's room, and he's laying there, arms on his chest, very vampire-like, right? And he's like, are you asleep, Shidoshi? Do you sleep with your eyes open? Cocksucker. Which, yeah, yeah, right. Very understood, cocksucker. Like, how stupid are you? Which is, is it a, a very nice way of, like, you fucking idiot. <laughs> so I'm going to go to the Kumite, and he's like, are you sure about this? To which he replies, to honor you means everything to me. I mean, so you could have just said, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, could have. When you fight, my spirit fight with you. And I, for some reason as a kid when I was first watching this, obviously like the last 50 times I've watched it, I, I know better. But the first 50 times I watched it, <laughs> I was like, dude died. Like I thought that was his death scene. Mm. You know, okay. he was laying on his deathbed. My spirit fight with you. And then, you know, death rattle. And he died. And yeah. now his spirit's with Van Damme in the Kumite. Hmm. And which actually probably better movie, honestly, if that would happen. So now we're in Hong Kong and we're sitting on this bus, right? And he's on a bus and there's this little lady on the bus. And then we get fucking Ogre from Revenge of the Nerds. Nerds! 
Jackson comes on. Beer in hand, of course, because yeah. if he's awake, he's got a beer in his hand. And he sits behind this girl in the bench behind her and puts his leg up on her the back of her it's bench. Like, hey, baby, you want to go out hey, with a real man? Brother, oh, too much, too handsome for you, huh, honey? Because she's not responding to him because he's a piece of shit. Um, so then we meet Janice, the reporter, played by the actress Leah Ayers. Uh Basically, she did a lot of a lot of TV stuff, including some bits on A Team. Oh, <laughs> I guess we didn't cover the TV show, but we had an episode on A Team anyway, so it ties in a little bit there. So she was a uh, nurse, couple Bianco in all that jazz, which I think is like the only big movie that she's been in. I never watched all that jazz, but I recognize that it's a a big movie. So she's asked about the Kumite and these these. These guys just they are they're not talking, pretending they don't understand here because mm-hmm. first rule of the Kumite is you don't talk about the Kumite. Right. So now Dukes comes across uh Jackson in the hotel lobby and he's playing this video game. Uh this video game, this fucking game, was in the lobby of the one single screen theater that we had in my hometown. What was the video game? It's called like Karate Master, okay. I want to say. But exactly what they're playing. And that's, uh, we had that, and then we had, uh, was it Galactica or Galica? Yeah. The, the uh, one Galica. where you spun around. Not where you just went side to side, oh. but you like spun around. Not Galaga. Okay, because Galaga, you were just the ship yeah. that went side to side at the bottom of the screen, and they came down at you. But this one, like they were all in the center, and you had to float around in a circle. Oh. Um, but that was it. We had those two. And but one of them was this. So every time I see Bloodsport, I'm like, yeah, hometown theater, yay. Uh, for full contact, aren't you a little old for video games? Yes. So we get that. So he beats him twice. You want to see shit like this? Come see me at the Kumite. Oh, I too am here for the Kumite. Aren't you a little old for contact? Aren't you mm-hmm. a little? Or aren't you young for full con? For video, anyway. It's another it's a best good friends. burn. It's a good burn. Yeah, and he, yeah, back and forth burn. Good, good, good times. Good times. So now we get to meet our agents, Forrest our Whitaker, our government agents. I was surprised to see that Helmer and Rollins. Uh, yes, Forrest fucking Whitaker, the samurai dog himself, <laughs> who I first ever in my life knew or found out about Forrest Whitaker from the movie Batteries Not Included. If you ever saw Batteries Not Included. These little, like, tiny little alien robot ships floated around and helped old people do things. It's a real sweet family film. Hmm. But that was my first introduction for Forrest Whitaker. But Helmer is played by Norman Burton from nothing. Absolutely. He's got 90 acting credits and fucking nothing. Nothing at all. So they show up and they're talking to Mrs. Tanaka, who's played by Shun Yin Lung. Uh, we get the first of many times the running gag. There's a running gag of Forrest trying to talk and Helmer talks over him, usually saying the exact same thing he was trying to say. or So it's either the exact same thing or the exact opposite. Like he just cuts him off and, and does his own thing. So Forrest Whitaker might as well not even be there, right? So she's like, Tanaka is very ill. Frank can buy to pay his respects. So... uh. No, he went. Did he go to Hong Kong? Uh, I don't know. I don't know where he went. So hmm. now Jackson 
and Duke and them, they go to check in, right? They're at their hotel, checking in. We get to meet Lynn, who's like, oh, that makes you freak Dukes. Uh, no, no, no. It's Dukes. Oh, like put up your Dukes, right? Oh, hilarious, hilarious. They're uh, essentially their their keeper or the, something while yeah, they were in town. Sort of their their guide, yeah. their, like their tour guide. They're sort of. He was there to keep them out of trouble, make yeah. sure that they're there on time, yeah. which, spoiler alert. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> gotta gotta keep them keep yeah. So he he's make sure they don't get disqualified by fighting outside of the arena. That's mm-hmm. the first of the rules that we get. Right. Oh, there. I thought the first rule is that you didn't talk about it. Okay, second of the second rules. Second rule. Okay. Well, the second rule is that you do not talk about the so third rule. Third rule. No fighting outside of the arena. Gotcha. So he shows them around, says this is the biggest kumite ever. Talks about how shitty this area of Hong Kong is. Mm-hmm. We get my favorite goddamn line of this whole film. I love it so much. Once you step out of the sunlight into the narrow corridors, it's time to protect your nuts, guys. <laughs> Lots of nut trauma. Oh to my come. god, I love it <laughs> yes. so much. I wish. And then in the next scene, when they're walking away from the sunlight, they're not even protecting their nuts. Not even. They're they didn't just... even protect their nuts. Didn't not take at all. his warning. So Seriously. then another favorite part where they go they go to the, the dark alley doorway that leads in and they talk to this old leather faced looking Asian dude and he just goes Okay USA and lets them in and then Jackson mocks him. Okay USA. It's pretty funny. Um so now we're going down this to to harken back to our previous two episodes, it's a very blade runner looking like tunnel kind of thing they're walking down. Pretty fucked up. And people live here. Like, there are apartments here that people are living in. This gutter of a hallway that we're walking down. Um, so, it's just weird that they're walking by like, hey, this is this is where we fight. Um, like, sorry about living in absolute squalor, but I'm going to go fight for money now. Bye. Like, it's just <laughs> fucked. <laughs> so, we get into the arena, right? Lots of these fighters are already... Warming up, some on the ground, some up on the mat, some, you know, just warming up, doing high kicks, stretching, bouncing, getting the blood flowing, doing stuff. A lot of guys are watching, taking notes, probably for the betting process that's going on, right? Got to take your notes, got to watch your fighter, got to learn about your horse, essentially. So then we get a next rule, which, wait, wait, wait this makes a fourth? Uh, yes. Fourth, this would be fourth rule. You have to prove that you can step out on the mat and not get killed. So, they're like, they find, uh, they, or they look at Duke's uh, papers, and like, you, he says Tanaka is his Shidoshi, and we get, what difference does it make if Bruce Springsteen is his Shidoshi? <laughs> God damn it, that line. <laughs> but you don't look like a Tanaka, so show us Dim Mock. And then Jackson, what the hell is a Dumac? <laughs> Fucking arrogant American. So here, uh, it's the death touch. So we get the brick busting scene where he's a big one. Okay, this one right here. Okay, I'm going to hit this one. And they go, huh! Huh! bottom one. And we get the first of this movie, glorious Van Damme screams, <laughs> where he fucking open palm slaps down on this brick. <laughs> And the bo- long one. And the bottom brick shatters. So it was a stack of like five? Yeah, I think it was five. 
So it hit the top one and the bottom one Did shattered. Did he actually do that or was that uh, oh, no, no, that special was effects? Absolutely yeah. special okay. effects. 100%. So uh, he does it and then we get the line from Chong Li. Very good. Very good. But brick, not hit back. Which is almost exactly the same line that Bruce Lee said to him and entered the dragon because he broke a board. And Bruce is like, board, board, not hit back. <laughs> so, but, but that's a good threat. Like, cool, you, you look good up against this shit, but what are you going to do when that's fighting back, mm-hmm. right? So, uh, our cops now are in Hong Kong, and they visit Inspector Chen, and they want him to help. He's like, oh, Hong Kong is busy two days ago. He's probably gone somewhere else now. He's here for the Kumite, and he goes, serious news. Yeah. He hits the, the button under his desk. He's like, fuck, get rid of him. Get rid of him. <laughs> beep, beep, beep. Alarms start going off somewhere. Uh, no. Uh, so they're like, here, take this picture. Just fucking have you guys look. All right? Just please. So now Janice, our reporter, is back at the bar, and she's talking to Hossein. And and he's like, you like Hossein, no? No, Hossein is an asshole. <laughs> and he's like, brings his hand back because he's about What'd to. What you say about me? He's about to slap her, and then. His hand gets caught by who? Frank motherfucking Dukes. That's right. And he catches his hand, and then we do this coin trick. Here, hold on to this coin. If you can close your hand before I take it out of your hand, she's yours. And I'm she's like, what? And she's <laughs> like, what the fuck? And even Jackson's like, Jesus, Frank, I hope you know what you're doing. <laughs> and then and we he get winks a, at her. Yeah, he winks at her. We get a little bit of a flashback of the, 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 the fish, fish grab thing. And so then he closes in, you lose American asshole. And he just points, does this little point down. And he opens his hands, completely different coin. So not only did he grab it, but he changed. He, yeah. he did a full coin exchange. He pulled his David Blaine. Hand. Oh, my God, he blamed. Yeah, he definitely, gave he definitely blamed. And the guy's, <gasps> looks like she is mine. So he gets the girl. And so now they have a date. And they go out on this nice date. And she's asking about the Kumite, but... We'll only talk over dinner. Oh, so they have to do dinner. But So then we cut to him on the splits. Yeah, uh, of course. I mean, Van, Dam- room. Van Damme's in a movie. He's going to be doing splits. You know what's going to happen. So I'm just surprised it took that long. Yeah, right? What are we, 20 minutes into the movie, and he finally doing the splits? Jesus. That hurts me just looking at it. Exactly. So Jackson <laughs> comes in because the bus is about to leave. We got to get to the Kumite, sees him doing the splits. And he's like, you might want to stop that. You might want to have kids someday. Yeah. <laughs> uh, are you ready? And so finally, Van Damme, it's still in the splits, leans forward, puts his hands on the floor while still doing the splits between two chairs, and then kicks his hips up and puts his legs down and goes, I am ready. The fucking flex. This dude is made out of rubber bands, I swear <laughs> to God. Uh, so we get to the Kumite. A speech about, it started by the Kokorukai to measure fighter skills. Every five years... We have this three-day competition to find out who is the... It's basically who's the toughest guy on the block is essentially what they're doing. So our first fight, first fight of the Kumite, we get Parades, who is the kickboxer who is warming up by the campfire in our opening scene. Uh, He's our boy, Kasi, I was talking about, who shows up in Van Damme movies a lot. Uh, Beats the shit out of his opponent real quick. Wong knocks him out. So then we get the rest of the rules after this. Uh... They're, lead, they're the little guide. It's like, okay, the three ways to win. You knock him out, make him say mate. It's like saying uncle. Or three, 
you knocked the bastard right off the runway. <laughs> so we get Jackson fights. He just like basically Hulk smashes a dude's head yeah. in. Just goes, just charges at him and bam. Yeah. yeah. Like he doesn't have anything. Like he's, he's a fat dude. Well, he's fighting a bunch of Asian dudes. Yeah. <laughs> they kick at him and it doesn't matter. And he just like fucking hammer slams the top of their head and that's it. So, yes. Yeah. So then he goes and sits down, you know, he's like, yeah, I just won my first fight, the Kumite. And, and, uh, Van Damme looks at him and like, that's good stuff. Uh, okay. Are you done? So that's good stuff, but what took you so long? <laughs> yeah. goes, oh, that's very funny. So then we get Chong Lee's first fight. We meet Chong Lee. Dong, dong, dong. Like his name, because they have the little like flippy boards. Uh-huh. Ding, 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 with the lights around him. And it dings when they put up. The, and it says Chong Lee, and then also the music. Dong, 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 dong. Chong Lee, Chong Lee, Chong Lee, Chong Lee. And so we find out he killed a guy last time. Ooh, he killed a guy. Laura Kicked Bush killed him in the throat. Killed a guy. Laura Bush killed, killed a guy. Killed a guy. <laughs> but Chong Lee killed a guy also, <laughs> and Chong Lee just stood there and watched him die. He like very Jeff Bridges delivery, like the like it, back in the almost Sam Elliott stood there and watched him die. Like he might as well have the the, the little watched lip the little lip room mustache <laughs> when he's given these lines. But so yeah, Chong Lee murdered a dude, and he's known for killing people at the Kumite. And so he gets up there, and everybody's like stretching, cracking bones, like getting ready for this. And all Chung Lee does is he nose rockets, good old yep. snot rocket, snot rocket, and then bounces his tits. Yep, just look, <laughs> bounce my tits, blow out some snot, and let's go, and we'll go. And basically, just immediately takes this dude out. So then we get uh, Van Dam's first fight against Hossein, the guy from the hotel with a coin trick. And he goes, now I show you a trick or two. <laughs> well, no, motherfucker, because as soon as it starts, Van Damme knocks him down. He tries to get back up. Or he like he hits him a few times, lays him out. Bah, fight over. Yeah. Done. Over. And as he's like bowing to the judges, Hussein gets back up and like tries to grab him and he fucking whips his elbow back and <laughs> drops him, him again. Now that was real. He actually fucking caught him with the elbow Ooh. and knocked him out. And I kept it in the movie. <laughs> yeah. Good. He fucking I like that. legitimately laid him out for that. So then Jackson's like, yeah, woo! Yeah, That's my buddy. That's my buddy. First find the Kumite broke the fucking world record. <laughs> hey, I like him. <laughs> you know, yeah, Jackson. He's... Just your typical American, man. You gotta we're 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 in the depths of Southeast Asia. I thought he was so you gonna need... be a dick in this movie. I thought he was gonna be like the bully. Because oh, he's just such a before. big, lovable bear. Yeah. He just, well, this yeah, one buddy. He is. Woo, That's yeah, my buddy. Yeah. <laughs> such a, such I literally have only seen him in Revenge of the Nerds where he was. That's kind of all he's done. Yeah. I'm sure he's, he had to have been in Sons of Anarchy. I never watched that show, but I mean, look at him. He's got the build he, for he it. Had, he, <laughs> he already like, had the bandana. Yeah, he had to have been at least a cameo in that fucking show at some point. I don't know. Anybody ever watch it? Let us know. So we get a montage of fights. Like, they're cutting through all the fights, right? We got to... There's a, the one thing that's always bothered me, even since I was a kid. These two guys are fighting, right? And this dude brings his right leg and crosses it right to left, right? Kicks his right leg up, right to left, across the dude's face. And the dude that gets kicked bounces back... The same way, the, right? Uh, opposite direction. 
Well, no, he because yeah, he comes from the right, but he then he yeah, flips back. He flips to back left. to where the kick was coming yeah, where from it was coming instead from. of like he was getting kicked over. And I was like, that's not how velocity works. Imagine, imagine getting kicked that hard though, so hard that the <laughs> snapback sends you flying or yeah. something. I mean, oh, I, I must have had to have been what it is. So then we get the monkey dude. We get our monkey dude here. He takes a guy <laughs> out, just fucking tackles him and coconut chops his head that's a very interesting fighting style it is and i mean how how the fuck are you gonna go against that this guy barrel rolling all over the place uh we meet paco paco the the muay thai fighter who has his elbows up who looks okay so the the actor that plays this guy paulo paulo tocha is a legit muay thai fighter like he actually is he was brought in to to play this role because he's a Thai fighter. But he's the most cholo, East L.A. looking fucking... Like, he needs... The way he, like, has his, his lips down and is always looking up. Like, he just looks like every fucking stereotypical cholo from Hollywood movies you've ever seen. What's happening? Hey, what's happening? They say, what? Yeah. But he, he never says a goddamn word in this movie. But he comes out and he beats the shit out of his opponent. And so then we get the, the we get we get the, the song we get the Kumite. I fight to survive. Kumite, 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 Kumite. Oh, the song is so goddamn good. Uh, I was talking with Brandon earlier. I, it, this soundtrack does not exist. I want to buy it. Like, it, I can't even stream it on Spotify to have on when I'm driving. But I want it on vinyl. I want to play this in my house. I want the soundtrack, and it does not exist. Uh, so at one point in this montage, Jackson just straight throws a dude, <laughs> just grabs him and throws him out of the ring. Go home! <laughs> so Chong Lee's winning, bouncing his tits everywhere, kicking people. Uh, here's our montage. All right, so then we cut to the cops just eating. Right? Now they're chopsticks. Why do these cops want to take Frank home? Because he went AWOL. He went AWOL, so they need to get him back. To the United States but weren't they Army. Talking? Okay. They never say oh, what I branch see. he's in, but he went AWOL, so they need to get him back. And also knowing he's there for the Kumite, he's so valuable that they can't risk him getting hurt or killed. Okay. I won't. <laughs> yeah. So they're eating some sushi, and the, co- the, the inspector walks up. They're like, join us. He goes, no, I never eat here, <laughs> which is a pretty good gag. Uh, so he goes, hey, uh, your guy, Dukes, is staying over at this hotel. So they fucking, like, throw their food down to this dog to eat and take off. And now we get the scene that almost, I, I was torn between opening lines. Really torn. And it was almost from this scene where they're at the hotel lobby and Van Damme's got his glass of water and Jackson's on, like, his sixth or seventh beer. There's so many empty beer bottles sitting there. And uh, they walk up, and, and Jackson's like, these friends of yours? And they're like, just stay out of this, pal. He goes, I ain't your pal, dick face. Which is a fucking fantastic line. I love it. So they pull out their little tase guns, because they're going to they're gonna tase. Don't make this difficult, Dukes, or whatever. And Jackson just jumps up and tackles them both so that Dukes can take off. And we get the chasing. The foot chase through the streets of Hong Kong which somebody, some fucking genius, has turned into a Mentos commercial on YouTube. You can YouTube it. They put the Mentos song, Fresh Goes Better, Mentos, to this 
fucking street chase of him like clown because he clowns with them so much and even at the end of it when he gets into the foot taxi and they're in the water because he drops them in the river you know and he gets in the taxi and runs away and even gives them the fucking okay signal (laughs) i guess how every mentos commercial ends it's so fucking perfect it's great Uh, it's one of which also this led this is how we came up with the kick-ass people song that's right it's because of this fucking clip so yeah Anyway, check out our Van Damme Mentos commercial, probably how you find that. But it's hilarious. So now they're at dinner, and Janice, again, get me into the Kumite. Get me into the Kumite. And he's like, no, I can't do that. She goes, well, but also I'd really like to get to know you. Yeah. That's, uh, oh, plan B. Yeah. Plan B. And by B, I mean boning. <laughs> because then we cut, and what do we see? She's She wakes up. Oh my god! I just got my world rock, so I'm in a sex coma. Oh my god! She fall in love coming, with the fuck boy. coming out of the sex coma, and the bed is empty. What's go? Why is the other side of the bed? And she looks over, and we get Van Dam ass cheeks. Woo! As he's pulling the speedo up, we get to see that fucking granite <laughs> ass. Those cheeks <sighs> chiseled out of marble. Oh my god! Those things. Those cheeks launched a thousand ships. <laughs> launched a thousand Kleenex. That's for sure. <laughs> The young Nick Ryder. <laughs> I mean, but seriously, if my ass looked like that, I would want it on film. If sure. oh, hey, there's a sex scene. We're gonna do nudity. Yes, I will show my ass. No, we meant her. No, no, no. I did not buy tickets for them. They bought them for me. I did not do years of squats to not show my ass on film. Please. Okay. You will. You will. Uh, you will do this for me. So yeah, we. I mean, it get because it, she's like bed is empty. Look over, boom, ass, yep. bare Van Dam ass, and then he pulls the bed. And but he he pulls them up a few times. He has to like work them up and like snaps the speedo into place and the flesses. I mean, it's well, you it's tuck your goods in. Uh, you yeah, know, it's it very much a, and he's flexing his cheeks. He's really he knows really she's yeah. I mean, she, and she's just, she is watching and she's ready. I mean, she, like the look she gives after we get the, the ass clap scene, the look that she gives, I mean, he must've smashed her better than he smashed those bricks because she is fucking hung up already. I mean, he, he fucked her. He fucked her good. This guy fucks. This guy of Frank Dukes. Don't worry. Frank Dukes fucks. (laughs) Frank Dukes fucks better than anybody's ever fucked before. That's how Frank Dukes rolls. It's probably another one of the, He probably put that in intentionally. Make sure, make sure it looks like I fucked her really good. Make sure you show that. Duke started his own porno company called Dukes Fucks. Dukes Fucks. You know, he's like, I, I, conquered, I, I conquered the ninjutsu. I'm going to go to pornitsu. I've got, I've, got, I've got Dukes Ryu for martial arts, and I've got Dukes in you. For porn? <laughs> eh, not my best. Not my best work. All right. Dukes fucks. Dukes fucks. Yeah, Dukes fucks. Both U-X. Yeah, D-U-X, exactly. F-U-X. Yeah. yeah, Dukes fucks. Way better. Well done. All right, you're right, Lois. Ducks, you're right. Ducks fucks? Ducks fucks? I don't get it. Dukes fucks? My name's Ducks. <laughs> I'm here to fucks. Like... <laughs> <laughs> All right. Better movie. All right. So, so now we get back to day two. Of the Kumite, right? And Jackson's now doing his version of the Dimmock. Where he... 
he just fucking <laughs> Hulk smack <laughs> and smashes a brick and then takes the one under it. Not a scratch on it. And then fucking And they're like, head, right? Yeah, but that's not that that's not Dimmak. And he goes, Yeah, neither is this and smashes it over his head and breaks it into two pieces and hands one to each judge for you. And then turns around and Frankie's Hey Frankie and like <laughs> just immediately buddy buddies with him. So uh so He's already been fighting. This is why this is weird. This is the second day. He's already had a whole day. He's had at least two fights that we've seen. And now they're going to test him to see if he's... Con- like. Yeah. This, is, this was supposed to be to prove that you can get in the ring and not get killed, was the point of this. And you're doing it after he's fought at least twice? Why even do it then? How, how has he not proved that already? It doesn't make any sense. It's a fluke. <laughs> So now Janice is there. She's with a guy, one of the guys who was taking notes on fighters earlier. She like weaseled her way in. And she, what did she say? This isn't the first time I've gone undercover to get a story. Woo! <laughs> and he just goes, oh, you. And that's like her own Mentos commercial, apparently, is doing that. So now we get Paco again. Muay Thai dude with his arms up. Fucking takes out another dude. Uh, Muay Thai. Muay Thai. If I had to choose any fighting style that I would want to do, Muay Thai is it. That fucking fighting style is it's brutal and disturbing in its veracity, the but ne- the also itself, awesome. When they clinch the neck and just fucking start hitting you side of your oh yeah, knees. the worst. The worst thing you can do is get close to a Thai fighter, not Star Wars, but Muay Thai fighter, <laughs> because yeah, if they get their hands on you. Then elbow to your head and knees to your ribs, and you just and they're gonna throw you. They always twist back and forth to keep you off balance, so you can't attack. But they're in complete control, and they're just gonna destroy your ribs and your neck, mm-hmm. and they're gonna fuck you up beyond. Like Muay Thai is amazing, and we're gonna get to the best example ever of it in Ongbok eventually. Because Ong- a long way it on. is, but that movie, Jesus Christ, like. Dude leaps across the rooms and elbows down the top of heads. I mean, he fucking murders people with elbows and knees in that movie. It's so good. Uh, all right, so now we get uh, Van Damme's up against some unknown guy. We don't know who this guy is, but they're kicking at each other. And they're oh, both yeah. like kind of kicking at the same time, and then they jump in the air to kick, but Van Damme's just a little bit faster with the air yeah. kick and takes him down. Um, so this guy is he's with the stunt coordinator for the film. But he's also a professional martial artist, and he was told to hold his kicks back <laughs> to make Van Dam look better. Like, okay, because like that was his thing. He was the guy. He kicked like crazy, but they okay. But he's the star, so just don't hold hold it back. Hold hold it back. Oh yeah, watch that ass. Have some but, bullshit. Uh, but so you know, I, I love Van Dam, but he he does he has limits. They had to have this guy hold back a bit so that Van Damme could be the star. I'll, I'll admit he has faults. That's fine. So now we get Parades, our our campfire kickboxer guy, yep. against Chong Lee. And it starts off pretty well. He's doing pretty good. Chong Lee getting his ass kicked a bit, but you realize he likes to toy with him. Right? You're going to kick me. You're going to hit me. It doesn't matter. I don't. I don't feel it. I'm so badass. I'm going to give you that sense of confidence before I fucking take you out. And this is where we get the compound fracture scene where he fucks him up 
and has him all dazed and like grabs him by the back of the head and then stomps on his shin and his fucking bone comes shooting out. Yeah, quick little flash oh. his leg and oh. his leg. Just vomiting everywhere from that. So disgusting. Good stuff. It's awful. So, sometimes we get the sign drop before a fight, sometimes not, whatever. Uh, But, (laughs) I don't know, it's just, it's a random thing. They put in when they want to. But, so, we get Van Damme again. We don't even know the opponent. He just kicks him. So, it's montaging again. Chong Lee knocks a dude out. We get these two Kung Fu guys. Don't know who either of them are, but they fight each other. And it's like super choreographed because neither of them ever even hit each other. It's just like dancing around each other super fast Kung Fu style. Uh, Then we get Van Damme against the tallest, blackest, darkest, most muscular fucking person I've ever seen in a movie, period, much less this one. The Asian, you know, they had the Chinese Hercules... Yeah. Now we have the Chinese uh, Andre the Giant. Well, the African Andre the Giant, maybe. Oh, no, there was a... Oh, I was thinking of the other giant, the sumo guy that they show later. No, this is the one that's... This dude is like a fucking skyscraper, just black as black. He's yeah. the darkest skin, and he doesn't say anything. He does like the, the thumb across the neck. Yeah, at first I thought that points was the at monkey him guy. And... And like, he's making all these motions, basically, I'm going to break you in half, break your neck... And do all this stuff. And so, he, they say, they do the start, which the guy, I I meant to write down the, the three words he says to start in fright, but it's basically the Japanese version of ready, set, go, is what he's saying. Um, so, the guy does all the cut your throat, break, blah, 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 blah. As soon as they start, just fucking face kicks him, knocks him to the ground. As he gets up, Van Damme somersaults and kicks him off the mat. It's like a two-second fight. Just fucking takes that dude right out. Fuck you. Uh, then we get the Monkey Man versus Sumo. Yes. Where he's, like, flipping around and jumping up and, and trying to hit the guy and jumps him, like, is jumping up trying to kick and hit his chest, right? Because like, yeah. when he jumps up, he's kneeing and hitting, you know, and the guy catches him. Fair. And it's holding him, and the or the monkey guy's like trying to do the the coconut break on his head, but it's not working. Sumo just fucking snaps his back and drops him like a bag of potatoes on the mat, ruins him. Chong Lee takes out another dude. We don't know who he is. It doesn't matter. He kicks the shit out of him. Now we get Van Dam versus the sumo guy. Yes, and they get together. Chinese, uh, the Chinese under the giant. Yeah, would anybody like a peanut? <laughs> No, that, that might that might have been tasteless. I don't know, yeah, but good. he he tears Van Dam's gi. Yep. So he has to take it off now. Oh God, we get topless Van Dam just out Downward there, out there nipples. And when he's and when he's fucking moving his arms around, those muscles just flexing everywhere for you. Just just that's doing it for everybody. We talk a lot on this show about I was doing it for somebody, but this for everybody. Everybody wants to see that. So, like, he's trying to kick him, not really working. Sumo wrestler gets him in the same hold that he had the monkey guy in, right? He's, like, trying to break his back, and it's not not going. And finally, what, headbutt left, headbutt right, right, headbutt straight. Like, three headbutts knocking the dude back. And so, gut palm... Like the palm hit to the gut with the longest, 
Yeah, and this makes me want to bring up the uh, Van Dam drinking game we used to do back in Manhattan, Kansas. Uh, you had to drink the entire. You had to chug the duration of the buys every time you did a buy. Yeah, you had to be chugging the whole time. Uh, I don't think that I've ever played that Van Dam drinking game and not blacked out and needed help getting home. It's dangerous. So then the guy recovers from it a bit and comes charging. And in slow motion, too, and the fucking heavy thuds. Dunk, dunk, dunk. As he's charging a Van Dam, who just goes splits and just boom in the nuts. There's our nut trauma. There it is. Fucking big nut shot, and he's standing there like, and he gets back up, and he's ready to fight, and he sees how this guy's done, and just like, hand to the forehead, pushes him over. Why is that a legal move? Kumite ain't got no rules, man. You can kill people. Yeah, but you should... If people are allowed to be murdered on that mat, you think they're going to frown on nut punch? What if somebody wins a fight just by gouging somebody in the eye real fast? Well, there you go. There you go. Quick little thumb. That's it? That's it, huh? I mean, if Jackson can just throw a guy... Yeah, if if you're able to... If you fall off the mat or something, you're gone. Uh, Some weird little rules here. Yeah. Um, I suppose when you make up a thing called the kumite anyways, you can make up the rules too. (laughs) Well, the fifth rule about uh, kumite is that there are no rules. There are no rules. (laughs) If it's your first time at kumite, you got to... Well, wait. Everybody fights. That's one of the fight club rules. First time you got to find them. You got to fight at kumite anyway. So now we get Jackson versus Chong Lee. And he goes, it's time to separate the men from the boys. And Lee says... Make sure Chong Li doesn't separate your head from your body. Tell him to focus on and his Frank, and yep. watch out for the right yep. leg. Frank Dick's trying to help him out, man, because yep. he knows how to watch. He's, he's experienced. Yeah. He's been watching him. Go for his gut. Chong Li's weak. They watch out for his right leg. Would you calm down? You sound like my mother. Jesus. <laughs> and he goes in there, and, you know, he's doing all right. But he doesn't he doesn't watch fighters enough to know that Chong Lee's fucking with him because that's what Chong Lee does. So he thinks he's actually getting the upper hand here and even kind of kicks him, beats him a bit, and does the two-fisted hammer down on the top of his head. Yep. And then he's like, Woo, I got him. Woo, Jackson, Jackson, chanting his own name. And Dukes is like, keep going. No, keep going. What are Finish you him. Yeah. And he's like, woo. And, he's, and then Chong Lee's like, little bit of blood. He he pulls a Ben Stiller from Dodgeball. Nobody makes me bleed my own blood. And gets up. And then we get throat kick. Woo. Knee kick. Just fucking stumps him right down. Stumps on his goddamn head. You break my record. Oh, that's now later. I break you. Oh, I thought it was going to say, yeah, yeah. break your friend. I'm going to break yeah, your yeah, friend. Yeah, break your friend. That, that's when they're about to fight. So he has Jackson down, and Van Damme's like trying to charge the mat, and then Lee's holding him back, and that's when he stomps on Jackson's head, and we get Dude. the like slow motion of Bolo Young, like, with this like demonic, like grinny face shaking back and forth, because, I mean, at, at best, brain trauma, at yeah. best. He stomped the fuck out of him. Yeah. Dude. So American right. History X style. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. Without the curb, yeah. if there was a curb there, he would have curb stomped him for sure. Uh, so then they're looking at each other like, oh, "Okay, now motherfucker, you made it personal." 
now. Yeah. I was just I was just here to fight and honor my Shidoshi, but now, now, I'm gonna have to kill you. Uh, so get to the hospital. Jackson's unconscious, and like he's gonna be okay. Uh, it's lucky to have a head like a rock. The doctor says that you're gonna be okay. You're lucky you have a head like a rock. Yeah, that one. And then we get this argument between Van Dam and Janice. Where he's like, why did you become a reporter? She's like, what the fuck does that have to do with anything? Just answer the question. My father was a reporter. Seemed like the right thing to do. And you want to be the best reporter you can be? Well, sure. Okay, well, then I want to be the best I can be. Not just for me, but for Tanaka. My Shidoshi, too. And this would have been so many drinks in the Van Damme drinking game. Because you have to drink every time he pretends to act. (laughs) Or he's, like, trying to legitimately act and emote emotion <laughs> but oh my god so many drinks in that scene but i'm just trying to be the best i can be not just for me but for tanaka my shidoshi too it's so ridiculous this dramatic fucking showdown and um, so she goes to the cops because she's going to turn him in. Because she doesn't want him to get hurt because he dicked her so She'd good. She would for him. Oh, my God. Well, maybe not him, but at least that D. Yeah. That VD, you know what I'm saying? She <laughs> needs more of it, and she doesn't want that shit getting hurt. Now people that go to this place end up in hospital like vegetables? Well, then I can't get that D anymore. We ain't having that. So now he's on the train, right? And we get the super 80s synthesizer. Just super synth. You know I'm never gonna be alone on my own alone tonight. I can be strong. I love I love this fucking song. I want this soundtrack in my life so bad. I will pay multiple dollars. Alright. I want it. I want it. But he's he's on the train and he thinks he sees Bolo Young. Or Chong Lee, and fucking, and the reflection. He turns around; he's not there. But so he's haunting him, and he's like freaking out because now my friend's fucked up, and now this is personal, and now he's on my own. He's dealing with his man emotions, and it's a hard thing for a guy in the eighties. Yeah, your man right. emotions. You got to deal with your man emotions. So how does he deal with his man emotions? He does the splits on the high, on the ledge of the fucking top floor of this building. Yeah, doing the splits and doing the doing the little meditation hand movements. That he was doing earlier in the hotel room. But this time on the top of a building. Now day three. Final day of the Kumite. Final day. He's getting down in the underground hallway where all those poor people are living. Who is that at the end? In this guy's lap. He's walking along and there's a guy. <laughs> like awkwardly laughing as he walked by. It's like that. That's probably a clue to something, yeah. right? That hadn't happened the past two days. That That's pretty weird. So then the cop and cop the two Joe. agents at the end of the hall. Are you guys here for the finals? There aren't going to be any finals, Frank. At least, at least not for you. And then the uh, Japanese inspector says something in Japanese. We don't know. We don't know what he says. But as Van Dam continues to walk down the hall... These guys keep jumping out of doorways, and he beats them up with a duffel bag. Yeah. Because <laughs> it's a goddamn... I'm sorry. If you're a goddamn police officer, and someone swings a duffel bag into your gut, is that really going to just drop you? No. 
No. Not when no. I do it. Not when I do it. That's not, that's not how I take out cops. <laughs> uh, so he gets to the end, and they bring out their tasers. Like, you're really being hard-ass about this, Frank, you know? And he grabs a trash can lid and uses, like, a Captain America shield and deflects the tasers, and it hits another cop that was coming around the corner and fries him. And he goes inside, and they're just like, yeah, fuck it, let's follow him. Like, forget about the fact that you just double-tased this poor fucking officer that's twitching in a corner. There's like, yeah, let's go in and watch. Oh, might as well watch him. <laughs> just leave this poor guy laying out here. I mean... Face it, like that's what you do. It's like they don't hate him at all. They're just trying to do their job. And all right, but maybe something about oh no, this poor innocent cop that we just double tased. Oh fuck that! Like they just just drop their tasers and go inside well, and leave this. Didn't guy. See, they were like they turned around and said, "You guys good? You guys is he good? All right." And then they go, "Action! This yeah. dude, we should go check him out." Yeah, <laughs> I think it's just so fucked up. They just leave him, so they go inside. So then we get uh, the. The two guys that made them do the demock and uh, the the one guy that was Janice's date yesterday, blah, blah, blah. They're like, it's too late. We can't wait any longer. Dukes is late. Yeah, and he's like, too late? No such thing as too late. And stuff's a bunch of money in the judge's robe. And then and then Van Dam walks in, and he just immediately takes his money back out. <laughs> uh, it's about fucking time. We get Lynn, Lynn says, about fucking time. So now we get Frank Dukes versus Paco. Yes, Paco. Which this fight is excellent. It's so good. And so they go for fist touching because Paco's like, oh, come in, come on, come on, come on, fist touch. Going to start the fight, you know, fist touch. And he goes in to do that, bam, cheap shot to the face. They're like, okay, motherfucker, I see, I see how this is. It's a really cool fight. Like, they got a lot of good, the choreography is really great. But I love when they, they, he's like hitting his ribs, like, come on, come on, calling. And so he kicks him in the ribs, and he kicks Paco yeah, in the ribs. Kick me in the ribs, I'll kick you in the ribs. Kick me in the ribs, I'll kick you in the ribs. <laughs> and they just, like, kick each other back and forth in the ribs until Van Am gets caught up, and he's kicking him, like, two to three times for every yeah. one of yeah. Paco's. And then two to three to the ribs, and then brings his leg over, and then back kicks across the yeah. face and lays him out. Just, blah, 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 <laughs> and lays him right out. Just like that. Oh, God. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. God, it's good. I mean... Van Dam and those legs. It's I know that it's, it's it's Hollywood magic and it's a lot of stuff, but he fucking is really that fast and agile and accurate with those legs. It's it's just goddamn amazing. Snap kick, side kick, <laughs> and then we get David Spade. All of a sudden, in the Kumite, David Spade. That's right. It's a pile driver. It's a pile driver. That's right, my friend. <laughs> Okay, all right, all right. And that's the end of David Spade. Van Damme would win that fight. I mean, there's no argument there. So Chong Lee's against a guy we've never even seen. This guy has not been in this movie at all, ever. And all of a sudden, he's in the last, like, ten guys. And so he just absolutely pummels them. He doesn't toy with them. He doesn't fuck around with this guy like he usually does. He just pummels this dude. And then knocks him down, lays on it. He lays down, like, his shoulders on the dude's, like, abdomen area and then slams his elbows back, one into the groin, one into the face. Just, pow, double elbow, and then breaks his neck and kills him. 
Yeah, dude, so harsh. What the like, fuck? Just, the dude was done. The dude was done before you did the nut face hit combo. <laughs> yeah. And then you break, like, the dude, the dude has been done. You can't pull over any farther. <laughs> like, <laughs> come I'll on. Walk in the mud. Yeah, like, <laughs> god damn. And so then the, the, the ref guy checks the pulse. And Chong Lee is watching him, like, excitedly watching him even. And when he looks up at him, like, he doesn't say anything. No words are exchanged. He just looks up like, yeah, dead. He grabs the ref's hands, trying to shake it. He's like, yeah, yeah. And he starts, like, woo, jumping around all excited because he murdered a guy again. And he's all excited about Chong it. Chong Lee murdered a guy. <laughs> Chong Lee murdered a guy. That's right. Chong Lee murdered a guy. So then... Everybody, like, the judges stand up and turn their back. Everybody gets up and turns their back to dishonor Chung Lee. And he looks over at Frank Dukes and goes, You are next. You got that clip? Yes, I do. <laughs> no? All right. I was having fun watching oh. the movie again. Oh, you're watching the movie? <laughs> yeah. But, so, you are next. So, is this it? He's so ripped, by the way. I'm He's looking huge. at him. I'm like, I'm just, I'm enthralled. You are next. You are next. Bolo Young in this movie is jacked out of control. Considering that he was a huge fucking dude in 1973. 15 years earlier. 15 He's so years. Smooth. He's just, man. And I love that he just, every fight, snot rocket, snot rocket, tit bounce, tit bounce. Okay, let's fight. And then- <laughs> He's able to breathe. I got to breathe and make sure you know I know how to bounce my tits. Okay, so then they're like, prepare the platform for the final match. Which all that means is they raise the sides up, which is just how, what Van Dam was training on in our 10-minute, 59-second montage earlier. Uh, so Chong Lee gets some tablets. As a kid, I was I just said aspirin. I, I didn't know. I was like, they put aspirin in his belt. I don't know what that was. They never say, but I mean, even if it was aspirin, if you crumbled up aspirin and threw them in somebody's eyes, they would not be able to see. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it was salt, but like when he like blew it, it it looked a lot finer. So I was like, well, it's not salt. I don't know what it was. And they never say what it was, but anything, honestly, it doesn't matter what it is. If it gets into your eyes, obviously you're not going to see well. Yeah. Anything in your eyes. So we get the final fight. We get the final fight here. Okay. So... We get yeah, we got the, the the mats in this like shitty looking hospital bed looking thing, you know, in the, like in yeah. the comedy movies or cartoons when the hospital bed starts going haywire and they always end up folded up like that. Uh, so these these two guys, how did we get? Who would have thought that this movie would come down to these two guys? Who would have thought? Who would have ever thought that it would have done that? Uh, again, we get the tit flex. Because he got to bounce his titties. They also show uh, Chong Lee's knee, and he's wearing. Oh yeah, he's wearing the Harley Davidson bandana. bandana that he took from Jackson. You break my record, now I break you, like I break your friend. And that's when he points with his thumb. He thumb points. Who th- points with the thumb? But he this points guy. with the Harley Davidson bandana on his knee when he says, "Like I break your friend." Which you have that clip because you played it earlier. But yeah, well, I'm like watching the movie now. I'm at the very end. They're bowing to each other. Well, sort of got the head bow. Oh, yeah. And he goes. Oh, yep. Tit flat. I got tit bounce. Tit bounce. Tit bounce. Tit bounce. Tit bounce. 
And he stops him before he says the third word. Now I break you. I can't break your thumb point. <laughs> See, he does it. His knee's up too. Yeah. So then Van Damme is pissed. All right, pause. No, stop. All right. Hang on. Van Damme's pissed. He's pissed. The look on his face. He is not here to honor Shidoshi anymore. He oh. is here for fucking vengeance. He He's is. here for blood. And as soon as as soon as he says the third word, fucking giant kick to the face and knocks Chung Lee over. <laughs> Just lays him out. Referee's got his hand up. <laughs> kick to the face. And then a sidekick. To the gut, and then he's like jabbing. He just keeps kicking with his leg, like you know, boxers jab. Use your non-dominant arm. Oh, like he jumps on the referee to do this flying kick. Yeah, jumps over the referee to do a flying no, kick. He like uses the referee as a yeah, like stool. jumps off his back. To, but he's then That's jabbing. Hilarious. I I I think it's like like I was saying, boxers. You know, like if you're right-handed, use your left hand to jab, like to keep yeah. your opponent away, or you jab in a way to put him in a spot where you want. You know, the jabs. The jabs are like a controlling punch. It's not to for damage. It's just for Keep that distance. distance and placement. I want you over here, whatever. And Van Damme's doing that with his leg. He's basically jabbing with his leg to keep Chong Lee where he wants him. So yet again, cook, cook, my boy, cook, cook, cook. <laughs> my boy with his leg control. We get the, I call it the windshield wiper kick. <laughs> yeah, he's doing that. And, it, and Chong Lee's just standing there. Oh, I, I, did, I didn't even know this was possible. And he's just taking it. Windshield wiper kicks to the face. Uh, so catches uh, Lee catches one of his punches, kicks him in the gut, and throws him. And we get a great Van Damme. <sighs> As he gets thrown. Not a bye. It's a it's a ha as he's thrown. It's like a, a a big sigh or something. Yeah, it's it's so bad because you can tell he's not being. He is jumping. He is very obviously jumping for this scene and just going ha. It's like he's trying to go down a slip and slide in a backyard or something. It's so cheesy. Uh, and so they, they, they square back up and just, 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 just muscles. So many fucking muscles. Just so Lee tries to come at him and he jump kicks him in the fucking face. We get a bunch of that. And, uh, and he holds that. Oh God, we get that by, we get hold that by you're chugging that beer that whole time he's holding that by. And then, so Chong Lee tries to charge him and he flips over here's here's a good move he flips the fuck over and lands his back to chong lee who tries to turn around but while he's doing that van dam kicks his left leg up over his own shoulder yes. and kicks chong lee in the face behind him <laughs> jesus christ i mean that's insane that it's was a stunt double insane probably wasn't there a movie where they had legs Flying up around like an Austin Powers it's gag. Like or something. Zohan. <laughs> yeah, yeah, maybe it was Zohan where it's just this leg comes up and then and then at one point both legs go up and they're like, How did you even do that? And it was just the gag about how they did it. But yeah, he kicks over his own shoulder and hits him. So uh so now Lee's down on the mat and he reaches down into his his little fucking belt or waistband, I guess. <sighs> crumbles up his aspirin 
and then blows it in, blows it into Dukes's face. Blows him a kiss. Blows him a kiss, like Sonya from Mortal Kombat, oh, yeah. the death kiss. But he gets one solid gut punch in <sighs> before his vision goes. And then he's standing there like, and everybody's like watching, going, "What's what? What's going on with him? He's usually so controlled and and with it <laughs> during fights, and now he's now he's acting like a." Like a homeless guy in the middle of a car wash, just uh, uh, with his arms going crazy, and so then he starts getting beat up a bit. And obviously, Janice and the army guys—I don't. Did we ever find out what branch he's in? Is he army? Yeah, I think. Well, it's army. I think in the description it calls him uh, retired uh, army, which is weird because Frank Deuce claimed to be a Navy SEAL, but was actually only a Marine Reserve, so it's just weird. In the movie. But they're all watching, and they're none too happy about Frank getting his ass kicked right now. They can tell something's weird with him. He's getting beat up. Not good. Um, so now we get my fucking, uh, this this moment. I love this moment. I have always loved this moment. He's down on his knees, screaming, blind, angry, furious, fed up. screams but then get up Frankie oh this isn't it that's not the right clip he's on his knees here we go here we go with the moan the moan here it is here it is here it is (laughs) that's the cover picture no no wait is that a pretend he's acting drink Yes, damn. But as soon as he changes his moan, <laughs> the pitch of the music changes. Whoever was scoring oh, this movie, I didn't, need I didn't catch it. Extra movie. points for yeah, that. that. <laughs> the way the music changes right as he changes his key change. It's so awesome. Yeah, one more time. Let's do it again. That's it. <laughs> like. Like he's singing <laughs> somehow. It's I've I have loved this since I was like single digit years old. I that one part has always stood out to me, and I love it so so much. And the music, fucking, um, it's like, God, it's good. And he it's flashes good. back to all the stuff he's uh, good. Grew and up then doing. yeah, so he's <laughs> oh sorry, we get my apparently favorite thing ever. But yeah, now flashback to training all the blindfold shit, the fish and the fucking teas and the catching fists and the shit and the whatever. And then all of a sudden he opens his eyes and he looks over and he catches Chung Lee's coming in to kick him. Uh, punch him. Oh, punch him. You're right. Punch. He catches his punch and then leans over and kicks up into his gut. <laughs> now the fight's on. Here comes that music. Doom, 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 doom. Oh, the music is driving. It's so good. Oh, listen to that. Listen to that. Mm. Uh. So Chong Lee throws the ref at him <laughs> as a distraction, and he goes, oh, you're wearing a shirt. Obviously not my opponent. Get behind. I love he immediately corrals him behind. Get behind me. Get behind me. Get behind me, motherfucker. I need to know where you are. I need to know where you are. I need to protect you. Oh, he, and and he rips so, a gnarly fucking yeah, and then super because he he can tell Chong Lee's getting close, fucking kicks him, 
And so then the, I call him the windmill kicks where he keeps kicking high and Chong Lee's like ducking him, but still moving back and just like driving him back with all these high windmill kicks. Like, really? You were doing the jabs earlier. You could jab. No, you're doing these giant fucking whipping windmill kicks to drive this guy back on the mat. Seems like an unnecessary expenditure of energy, honestly. But it makes for a goddamn great scene. Just kicking him. Because he's doing it, and Chong Lee's dodging and moving back. Oh, the movie, the music. And Janice and the army guys are applauding, and everybody's like, yeah, yeah, Frank Mutes, yeah. <laughs> and it's so good. And it's just everything is so exciting. But then we get, uh, we, what? We split. He, Chong Lee tries to tackle him, and he jumps up and does the splits to jump over the tackle, and then a back kick with a long bite. But then we get the jumping, split spinning, kick. split oh. roundhouse kick. Three of them, and then a final. F- Here we go. What was this? <laughs> you be hot. You got to be drinking that whole time for that. But Did you guys miss that last kick there? Jump, spinning, split, roundhouse, kick. Three of them consecutively, back to back, into that dude's face. <laughs> and then makes Chong Lee say, Matei. Reaches, like, feels his way down the body to get to the knee to get the fucking bandana back and holds it. He's like, this is all I wanted. And he's staring off into nothing because he's blind, right? And so... Cops are clapping for him. Yeah, everybody's clapping. Everybody's clapping. And so then we get the ceremony of, you fought with honor and dignity. We of the Kokorukai salute you. And they just sound like Splinter from Ninja Turtles, really. Sound. But so he gets another sword. This guy's whole life is just getting swords, just earning swords left and right, getting fucking Japanese knighted every time he turns around. So then we go back and we visit Jackson in the hospital. And he's like, oh, so you whooped him real good. Well, even worse than that. What do you mean? He made him say Matei. All right, Frankie. <laughs> yeah. All right, Frankie. That might as well have been a clip from the movie because that's exactly what I said. All it. right, Frankie. It's perfect. And don't you get too cocky. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> don't get too cocky. You might have to go up against me next time. And right? then that's when Van Damme's like, hey, next time you fight, keep your fucking clothes on and gives him <laughs> his bandana back. It's a sweet little you moment. Fight. Try to keep your clothes on. Keep your clothes on. And then the sweet line. Anytime, any place, anywhere, if you ever need me, I'll be there. <laughs> Isn't any place, anywhere the same exactly. thing, though? Yeah. <laughs> well, he's a Harley beer-drinking, head-button guy. He, he, he's not going to be smart. Right. Any place, any world... In the city. <laughs> in the city. Uh-huh. City of Compton. Oh, we are oh. going Eagles. But oh. That all works. Uh, so, yeah. So, in uh-huh. the city. Ooh. 
even kisses Jackson <laughs> on the head. So sweet. Which, hard to believe that a beer-guzzling Harley rider in the 80s like Jackson would allow another man to kiss him on the head. <laughs> but... But it's a, it is a sweet moment. It's a very bro moment. And the and Janice is there. And she's like, you guys, you guys are so crazy, I swear. And he goes, I'll drink to that. She's just there to be token woman. Yeah. Uh, so we get to this. There's a plane. They're ready to transfer them There's home. a plane. Go to jail. And the, the two agents are standing there, right? They're standing there waiting, checking watches. And they're like, God damn it. He fucking did it to us again. He did it again. And Forrest Whitaker, because he's always the one that has a normal reaction. And the other, the old guy is the one that's like, no, we're agents. We're going to be stoic. But Forrest Whitaker's like, he's like walking around pissed off. Like, he fucking did it again. God damn it, he did it again. The these other guy's like, these no, two remind me of uh, Mr. Leahy and Randy. Cause yeah, like, right? He's like, <laughs> Randy. Randy. Randy Boban. Uh, no, no, no. I figured out. I got a chart to figure out how drunk I can get. Um, <laughs> so they're standing Mr. there. Mr. Leahy, Randy. He did it again, and then all of a sudden we hear, I can't, I can't miss this wall. Hey, guys, you're coming or what? So Van Damme's already on the plane. Magical. You son of a bitch. (laughs) Always late. Always late. You know, you're really a pain in the ass, you know that? Which also he goes, you know, you're really a pain in the ass, you know that. Repetitive. Yeah. So then we get the Kumite song while Janice is standing there and they do the palm over fist, nod to each other. Movie out with this amazing song. Oh, we are all dancing listeners. Oh, love it. Wait, 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 wait. Just a little bit more, please. Ah, I love it. All right, all right. See, this is why I need this soundtrack in my life. That song is amazing. I want it. I want it. So I want that to be my alarm when I wake up in the morning. You know what? I. You're right. I do need to get up. I need to get up. I need to get ready for work, and I need to... Jump, split, spinning, heel kick, Chong Lee in the face three times. That's what that song would make me feel like every day. And it says here, from 1975 right. to 1980, Frank yes. W. Dukes fought 329 matches. He retired undefeated as the world heavyweight full contact Kumite champion. <laughs> Which doesn't exist at all. Does not exist. All right. So he still holds four world records. Fastest knockout, 3.2 seconds. Yep. Fastest punch with knockout, <laughs> 0.12 seconds. What? Fast- <laughs> How do you even measure it? Fastest kick with knockout, 72 miles per hour. Yeah, there's no consistency there. So why is the <laughs> fastest punch measured in seconds and the fastest kick is in speed? Doesn't make sense. What Most the fuck? Ki- okay, so here's the great thing. Most consecutive knockouts in a single tournament, 56. 
That's a here's, big tournament. So here's 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 the that was measured. All right, or it wasn't measured. Like so, how how was that documented? It, it wasn't. So someone did the math. There was someone who did the math on how you could possibly potentially get fifty six knockouts. It must have been a huge in tournament. one single tournament. For that to be true, the Kumite would have had to have had over 72 quadrillion fighters. Yeah. For one fighter, as the way the brackets work, yeah. for one guy to get over 56 consecutive fights, yeah. over 72 quadrillion fighters, which is more than 10 million times the population of the Earth. So, obviously... Oh, there's a spot there. Oh, it's a... It's a decimal point there. It's a 5.6 knockout, actually. <laughs> so, like, obviously bullshit. Yeah. Complete, absolute, obviously bullshit. He claims also that he founded the first American ninjutsu system. That's probably true. No. <laughs> no, it's not. He founded the first one? He he does. There is a thing. You can go and, and, and study... Duke's Ryu, his his thing, if you want, but it is it is not the first American ninjutsu system. Uh-oh. It's not really even a current ninjutsu. Like it's not anything. So, uh, all he does he he claims a bunch of shit that's easily disproved and sticks with that, even though it's all easily disproved. So Frank Dukes is full of shit, but he will come back. Uh, of at least once, I think maybe a few times, because he worked with Van Dam a few times as a choreographer, and so. And then when we get to the quest, which Van Dam directs, yes, Van Dam as director, woo, woo. But <laughs> Frank Duke's still in that. Anyway, so Frank Duke's is full of shit. Excellent movie. Thank God he's full of shit because he gave us this amazing movie. But he's a fucking piece of shit person. So I, he worked on Lionheart. He he did a bunch of stuff. So I, God bless Frank Dukes, but fuck Frank Dukes. Anyway, that's the end of Bloodsport. Thoughts? Let's go around the board. Well, I must say I, I enjoyed the movie. There are a lot of times where the fight scenes were pretty good and not too cheesy, and some of them were made you go like, oh, when they would break something or stomp on a face. and Oh, when the bone comes out of the shin. When uh, Van Damme did the, the straight kick back out to his shoulder and right, kicked the guy in the face. Right, like You're yeah. like, oh. So uh, I didn't hate this. Uh, I'll give it a solid rewatch. I would love to watch this All again. Right. It would be right. funny to watch it again. All right. Um, I, I don't I think I'd like ever. You've got brought, you just brought notes up. Like, Do you have a whole statement prepared no i don't have a i don't have a thing (laughs) um i had never seen this movie in its entirety before i had seen clips couple minutes here and there blah 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 you know catch a little bit on whatever going around um i always enjoyed it so it was good to sit through and watch the whole thing i enjoyed it it was very um very good i guess for an 80s van damme martial arts movie uh, as far as watching it again, eh, I didn't see anything that draw me in to, to want to watch really? it again. Yeah. Really? Yeah. Wow. Man. That that surprises me. More than any any rating we have had on this show so far, that one surprises me. Wow. 
It's still good. I'm not discounting that, but just draw to want to see it again. What if we were hanging out and drinking and had some people, you know. I, I wouldn't like, try to override it. I'd be like, all right, cool. Let's throw on some Bloodsport. Yeah, uh, sure. Why not? All right. All right. All right. So at least there's an addendum. Yeah. All right. Obviously for me, yeah. I mean, I think I watched this movie a hundred times before I was 12. I don't know. I, I I watch this movie so often when my all right. So my my parents split when I was very young, and that's whatever it is. But my dad was dating my now stepmom, and we would go and hang out at her house, and we would rent because movie stores in Beloit, Kansas, did not give a fuck about ratings or age verification. <laughs> they were just glad for any sort of business. So we could rent all these movies, all we wanted. It did not fucking matter. And I remember going to my step, now stepmothers, but at the time, going to my dad's girlfriend's house and putting these movies, and even bringing friends over. I was such a fucking <laughs> prick. I was bringing, like, a whole group of fucking kids over, and we're just sitting here watching these Van Damme movies, and she's just like, I, are you sure your dad wants you to be watching these? Are you sure? <laughs> like, she's trying to be cool, but it's like... No, 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 totally, yeah, we can totally do this. She just wants to be able to, like, at the end of the day, be like, hey, I tried to I, yeah. intervene. I was like, are you sure? Uh, yeah, and uh, God damn, so many times. <laughs> this is one of my most favorite movies that has ever been made. I fucking love it. <laughs> I love it so much. I will I will rewatch it in a box. I will rewatch it with Fox. I will rewatch it anytime, anyplace, anywhere, anytime. Any place. I'll rewatch it on a chair. I'll rewatch it anywhere. Yeah. I'll rewatch it with all the stipulations that Donald Gibb gave at the end in the hospital. <laughs> I will. Uh, it, That's a tough rhyme there. I don't care. It doesn't matter. Like, I hope on my deathbed, my sister, who I know is listening to this episode, my fucking sister's like, you're not dying yet because I'm going to put it on blood sport, motherfucker. <laughs> and I will go, oh, fuck, I got to hang on. I gotta hang on because I want to watch this movie so fucking bad, and that's how much I want to rewatch this movie. <laughs> all right. So two out of three. Anyway, uh, all right. So go ahead, find us on Twitter, rewatch underscore the, or you can email us at the the rewatch party at gmail dot com. Uh, join us next week when we. We destroy every single police car in the greater Chicago metropolitan area with the Blues Brothers. Until then, I'm Nick with Los and Brandon, and thanks for rewatching. get bright pal we got a show to do then we got to figure out some way to collect that gate money get it to the cook county assessor's office as soon as they open in the morning joliet jake and elwood blues two men with a mission and only 11 days
don't come back until you've redeemed yourselves. Our Lady of Blessed Acceleration, don't fail me now. Well, me and the Lord, we got an understanding. We're on a mission from God. Space in this mall. How are you going to raise five thousand dollars in eleven days without ripping off somebody? I remain celibate for you. Hit it. My heart's calculating. My true love will be waiting. My estimations are correct. We should be very close to the Honorable Richard J. Daly Plaza. That's where they got that Picasso. Yep. Two guys come in here, black suits, black hats, one carrying a briefcase? Yeah, I just sent them down there. Thank you. John Belushi. You, how much for your wife? <laughs> Dan Aykroyd. After the gig, uh, maybe we could, like, uh, hang out together. James Brown. I heard the sound in my car. Cab Calloway. Holy, 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 Ray Charles. You, you know depreciation, man. Carrie Fisher. I must now kill you and your brother. Aretha Franklin. You're living with me now, and you're not going to go sliding around with your old white woman friends. Henry Gibson. He better pray the police get to him before we do. And the Blues Brothers Band. Let's go, boys. The Blues Brothers. Are you the police? No, ma'am. We're musicians. <laughs>